The following podcast is taken from a live broadcast on Inspire FM. Good morning and assalamu alaikum. You're tuned into Inspire FM 105.1 FM. It's Friday 20th of September and the time is 10 o'clock. Uh, welcome to Mother's Planet, a show where there is always something to talk about in a um, productive and beneficial way to us hard-working mothers. Um, I'm your host Neelam and in the studio today I have, I'm going to get the mic right, I have um, my lovely guest Emma. Um, hello Emma. Hello. How are you? I'm good, thank you. And how's your week been? It's been very busy. Very busy. And yep. the weather's been fantastic. Yes, lovely weather. We good. have been so blessed with the weather. Um, it's quite nice because it's not too hot. It's that crisp weather. So yeah. you don't have to... It's cold in the morning okay. and then it's lovely by the afternoon. afternoon. So yeah, we, it's, it's good for my washing. So yes. I'm managing <laughs> to get my washing out. So um, I hope you've all had a good week. Um, have you had a productive week? Um, I actually did a bit of um, wardrobe decluttering. So um, I actually went into my wardrobe and thought right okay I don't wear this I don't wear this so um I actually discovered clothes that I didn't know I had but I've also now got no clothes so <laughs> I now need to go shopping and uh, restock it so my husband doesn't understand that he always says you've just emptied the wardrobe out and now you need to restock it I said yes it's just not in season those things yeah. anymore now so we have to keep up with the f- fashion us hard-working moms so yes listeners we are live on air reaching out to all our listeners in Luton and surrounding areas we are also live on the Inspire FM uh, webpage where you can connect through tune in and uh, we are live on the Facebook camera which is just on myself today and uh, you can actually comment on the uh, Facebook page and um share your opinions and anything that you'd like to share on there or you can actually join in the discussion today via text or whatsapp on 0779 if you can't um connect to the show today um the show is actually repeated and it's now at the new day and time, which is today. So it's repeated Fridays now, not Saturdays. So it's Fridays at 9pm. So if you can't hear the show today, you can hear it later on tonight. Um, now, I always like to um, kickstart my show off with um, a couple of headlines that I take from um, the BBC online news. Um, this, uh, I find, is relevant to us mums. So um, I'm... Timeouts, this is my favourite one, timeouts will do no harm to your child. A research done by the US has concluded that using timeout to discipline your child will not harm them or your relationship with them. An eight-year study carried out on families showed that despite criticism of the naughty step, children's anxiety did not increase and neither did their aggressive behaviour. The article continues with research showed that those parents who had been depressed or suffered from anxiety themselves, um, their children were actually more likely to have these symptoms of anxiety and aggressive behaviour. So, um, Emma, what's your view on the naughty step? I think uh, children do need time out. Yeah. I definitely do. Because Mm. when they're kind of spiralling out of control, it just gives them a bit of time to 
kind of reflect on what's happening. Time to calm down. And when they're ready for you to talk to them calmly. Yes, and I think that's that's the key there, having Mm. them to have that time to calm down. I mean, I have a portable naughty step. So even when I'm out shopping, I'm like, right, okay, naughty (laughs) step. And I have people staring at me thinking... Where is this naughty? And I was, I have an invisible portable one that goes everywhere yep. with me. So, a naughty spot. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, that's it. It's a naughty spot. So I have one that goes around with me. So uh, I think um, I we were in the park uh, a couple of weeks ago and my son did something to my daughter and I said to him, right, okay, time out. And there was a couple that were walking past and I didn't hear them, but my elder daughter did. And, and the lady said, I don't know why she would do time out in the park. And the man said... Actually, I think it's really good. Children need to know when they've done something that's not acceptable. Yeah. So I didn't have to say anything because he justified yeah. it for me. So it's I, important. Yeah, I think it just gives them a chance to take a step back, yes. maybe stop the spiral, yes. you know, before it kind of reaches massive Emerges, proportions. Yes. Um, yeah, and just take a breather and kind of exactly. get things back on track. Perfect, yes. Yeah. So we are all for the naughty step. Yeah. We and, and research is showing that it has no effect on the children in terms of it's not um, making them depressed or um, it's not going to make them suffer from anxiety in any way. So we are going to continue with that. Yes. <laughs> um, parents are concerned with the cost of school. So a poll conducted by ParentKind suggested that many parents, 76% across England and Wales, feel that the cost of sending their child to school is actually increasing so with the top most expensive item being uniform followed by school trips and school meals many parents said that they have actually donated a lot of money uh, to the school through fundraising activities and this could even be an average on average around 10 pounds a month Mm. So that's quite a lot of money that parents are actually investing. So um, what's your view on that, especially with the uniforms? I think uniforms are very expensive. And my children are big. They grow quickly. So you always need new stuff and it does add up. Yes. When you've got more children as well, mm. it, it does, it can add up. Yeah, and my, my key thing was um, the school meals because um, my daughter's now um, in year three, so she's finished key stage one and moved up to key stage two, so I had to um, sign her on to the, the school pay system thing so that I had to pay for her dinners which was a whole new concept so I've already got my elder son that I'm paying for and now I've got my younger daughter and I'm thinking actually and I'm topping it up and I get a letter saying that your account's falling low you need to top it up again I think wow already so I think school meals are quite expensive well yeah I've switched pack lunches because I was paying for uh, school meals for my eldest yeah. and then when my second eldest went up to high school it just got too much too yes. much for both of them so they're they're all on packed lunches yeah I know my daughter is desperate for packed lunches every morning she's like is it packed lunch day today and I'm like oh yes I, I do try and I know a few weeks ago I gave loads of recipes out and sandwich ideas and I and I do try to get her to do them but um, especially when it's a bit cold I think oh it's quite nice for them to have something warm mm. and um, we're quite lucky because the school that the children go to they offer a halal menu so I'm yeah. like well you're getting your protein and you know it's better than a cucumber sandwich yeah so, you know really have that warm meal so I do try and um 
bulk cook in the evening so I've got those thermos flasks for them so that I can heat the food up in the morning and I just put it in there for them so if I've got food left over it's like, okay it's pack lunch today so you can have a pack lunch which is quite nice because I remember back in the days switching your child from dinners to pack lunch you had to write a letter to the school yeah. and notify them yeah. and now it's quite easy you can just choose what you want to be each day so it's not I don't think we can do that with um, ours um, um yeah not okay. with the the younger ones I oh, think okay. they have to give notice yeah oh is that the key stage one children mm. yeah I think with them we'd have to as well because they get free meals so yeah. we're still um so we're not actually allowed to offer pack lunches to them they have to have what the school's um menu offers yeah. so yeah but the older ones it's quite nice to be able to pick and choose which day you want them to have what you want so yeah. it's quite nice so listeners uh we, as I said we are live on air so if you'd like to join in today's discussion please do text in on 0779 Four eight one eight double two. Now, my guest in the studio is a lovely, yummy mummy. Um, she's actually a mumpreneur. Now, I made that word up, or I'm sure it exists, but um, she has um, really worked quite hard. And um, I bring Emma in today because um, Emma has really inspired me. And um, I'm sure once you hear Emma on the mic and hear Emma's journey of how she got to where she got to, um, she will be inspiring many mums out there today um, to follow their dreams. So Emma, before I continue, um, (laughs) I would like for you to um, introduce yourself to our listeners. So please introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Emma. Um, I'm a mum of four. I have three sons and a daughter um, and I've set up a business that I can work from home doing and you say uh, you're a mum of four so relaxedly but it's crazy it is hard work but (laughs) I wouldn't change it for the world I absolutely love my kids that's it and and um, Emma you are dealing with very tough key uh, ages of your children so please how old is your eldest 15 15 yeah. So I emphasise on the teen there. So we have yes. a teenager. Yes. And how is that? Hard. <laughs> I mean, teenagers can be lovely and yes. other times they can be challenging. Yes. You just kind of have to roll with it, I think, and just kind of go on a day-by-day basis and you look so well and sane for someone that's got a 15 year old because you know i would be i think i'd be going bonkers you know i mean it's so many hormones that you have to deal with so many physical changes that they're going through and then trying to and i think children nowadays are growing up far too quickly yeah i do i really do think that and high school in luton as well Mm. i grew up in dunstable so when I went to high school, I was 13 mm. when I started. And it was a shock to me that they start at 11. 11. And I think that's far too young. Yes. I really do. Yeah. And they do have to grow up quickly. That, actually, that's very true. You forget that because the year seven used to be in primary years and it's now moved up to being the first year of high school. Yeah. Where it's, so, yeah, I was 13 when I started high school. And yeah, and I still felt very immature Yeah, then. very young, yeah. Yeah, and a 13-year-old now... Yes. So how old so how old are your children? So you have a fifteen year old and, um, and then I have a twelve year old, twelve year old boy, and then um have a nine a ten year old, sorry. <laughs> um and my daughter is seven. So the daughter's the youngest. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it does she get spoilt? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think she knows she's the baby of the family and oh, kind of plays up to that sometimes. Yeah. But. And she probably gets spoilt by her brothers. Are they very overprotective over her? I think they will be. I think yeah. they can um 
you know, have their moments where yeah. they love to hate each other. Yeah, <laughs> as well. I, think, I think I can see her growing up being well looked after by them. Yes, yes. definitely, definitely. Yeah. When when she's older, I can see she's going to have some uh, protectors there, which oh. is quite nice, though. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that. So they're all in full time school. So you yep. are a mum that can actually uh, give some time to your business. So um, talk us through a bit about your business and um, what it is. I um, upcycle. Um, yes. furniture yes, yes. Um, I kind of fell into it mm-hmm. um, through necessity really because okay. uh, my youngest son was quite ill um, mm-hmm. in January 2018 he was diagnosed with a, a large brain cyst okay. um, so he was quite poorly I was working at the time in a nursery setting and mm-hmm. it just my boss was great she was mm-hmm. very very supportive but mm-hmm. it just got to the point where he was having so much time you know hospital stays and time off school I was getting calls from the school you know you need to come pick him up he's got a headache and um it just it was just you know I was getting paid to look after children whereas my children needed me to be yeah yeah, at home so you know he's doing a lot better now um but I just still need that time to be at home with my children um if they need me yeah and so it was that kind of experience because um um I know that you worked very hard to um work with children and I know that you worked very hard to get to um the job that you were doing and you were fantastic at it um but it was um family that came first yeah and definitely and um what really inspires me is that you put your family's needs first but you also um had a space where you could sort of relax and let some steam off so because this this is very hard it us mums go through so much we take on so much and it's quite hard for us to find somewhere where we can vent or where we can let some steam off I mean my thing is baking but that's not been very good for my waist so (laughs) I've had to sort of find a new hobby because but I mean you know it's very therapeutic yeah I do do find it very therapeutic yeah it really I've always been creative yes I've got an art background, you okay. know, I studied art at college, mm. I did GCSE A-level college, I did one year of a degree um, yeah. in fine art. Yeah. Fine art just wasn't doing it for me. I yeah. loved the creative side, it was, you know, my passion. So finding this, yes. I can earn some money, mm. be creative, make things beautiful again, again you know, yeah. good solid pieces of furniture that yeah. would otherwise be taken to the tip, That's you know, it's yeah. saving on resources as well, you yeah. know. Being yeah. able to recycle, upcycle yeah. stuff. It's and great. I really like that concept because um, uh, old is gold. So, you know, yeah. um, a lot of the old furniture that we look at now, we think, oh, God, that's not going to be able to do anything for us. Yeah. And, we, and we go and buy our, you know, cheaper, cheaper versions yeah. now. But they're expensive, but they're actually the quality of what yeah, they are. Yeah, it won't last. Yeah. If you get a nice solid wood piece mm. of furniture, it will last you years, years yeah. and years and years. And and you've been able to do that. So, um, did you have any previous experience in upcycling furniture or doing? I, kind, I did it for us at home. Okay. I wanted a sideboard for my living room, mm-hmm. and I couldn't find anything that I liked. Yeah. Um, and then I saw this old Art Deco yeah. um, sideboard mm-hmm. um, on Facebook Marketplace, mm-hmm. and um, got it. You know, it's only £19. It was solid woods and just painted it, varnished it, kind of styled it how I liked. And it's sitting in my living room. Beautiful. It's lovely. Yeah, it's perfect. I mean, that's brilliant. I mean, 
you obviously have an art background so you've been able to um put this um with it and actually um uh, put your skills forward on the furniture and actually make and i i've seen some of the pictures and not only have i seen but i have experienced <laughs> how beautifully talented you are because um i think you're fed up of how many things i keep throwing you away <laughs> uh, emma can you work on this so emma's worked on a lot of magic um for myself as well um she's uh, actually upcycled a lot of um things i think one one that I really honestly thought there was no hope I think my the um, chest of drawers that you did for my boys um, that was a project that I took on myself <laughs> and I very badly failed because <laughs> I took it on and I thought right okay I'm going to try and revamp this myself and I think I did the worst thing possible and I brought the spray paint yeah. and as I was spraying it it looked like it was doing good and then it started bubbling over and I thought okay I don't think it's meant to do that so I actually had uh, this chest of drawers just sitting in my boys room where I think they had about three drawers that had been spray painted with bubbles on them <laughs> and that sat there for years and I thought I don't know what to do with it so Emma worked her magic on it and it doesn't even it looks like you've replaced my drawers it doesn't look like you actually worked oh, on that you. drawer so they uh, Emma's uh, you have got hands of magic so you thank have you. if she can sort anything that I've created like <laughs> that then you can do anything I, I think it's just knowing what, what kind of paint to use is yes. experience isn't it so yeah. you just just try it and there's a lot of furniture paints out there to to choose from now mm. it's kind of such a big market um but i think you've got to have that know and that experience yeah. as well so yeah so um we said you your experience on this is coming from your art background yeah. so you haven't you only did the trial and error through actually upcycling furniture at yeah. home yeah. so your house must look fantastic <laughs> it must yeah. be like a showpiece <laughs> at the moment you can walk it around is if it. the I children in there <laughs> yeah so you should you should have like an exhibition in your home saying i made this and i did that and i upcycled this so that's fantastic so um uh, is it only furniture that you've done has has there been a bigger project that you've taken on to... no just furniture at the minute so, i mean yeah. there's so many varied pieces of furniture gonna, yes, that you know you say... could do um i'm currently doing a chair okay. um, a child's chair oh, um, um that's nearly done so it's just anything that people kind of want doing mm. you know so it's and be um, is there quite specifics as to what type of wood or f material this um, furniture needs to be because it, can it can it wear down easily if it's not solid or anything like that so are, are there particular it's, materials yeah you kind of need to have like wood solid wooden yeah wood, solid yeah. wood furniture to kind of do it to do it yeah, yeah. um because you, you're obviously sanding it down and taking it down to yeah, its, its... Yeah, taking anything off it. Yeah. So back to the bare wood. Yes. And then kind of repainting and re-varnishing. And uh, so we've talked about you do a varied amount. So um, I know you've done sideboards and chest of drawers. Has there been a favourite that you've done so far to date? And then you think, oh, I, if I could do that again, I would do that again. Yeah, um, I really enjoy doing the chest of drawers. The one I've done most recently, the mm -hmm. um, blue one with the stenciling and yeah. the wooden drawers, that was a challenge because it was, when I bought it, it was... Um, covered in white paint it oh, had wow. wallpaper stuck to the top oh, but wow. I could kind of see the potential yeah. underneath all of that that you know it'd be a nice wooden piece underneath so to yeah. peel that back and then build it back up was was lovely and I suppose you've got an eye for these things now so you could probably yeah. go to the skip and see a piece of furniture and say actually that has quite a lot of potential yeah. there was like a very big old heavy sideboard that was um, going to the tip yeah. um, and I thought 
oh, just go and get it because, you know, yeah. there's it looked terrible. It yeah. really did look terrible. It had been outside. It oh, was wow. smelly. It oh, was dirty. Wow. But once you stripped it back, it was so heavy. To move it was oh, horrendous. Wow. But just when you stripped it back, it was beautiful oak woods. Oh, wow. You know, with the encouragement from my husband, because I was a bit like, yeah. ah, what have I done? Yeah. <laughs> you know, he was really yeah. like, no, that's really good quality wood. You want to yeah. keep with it. Um, and it's now in someone's house in Leeds. Oh, they wow. came and bought it. They said it's perfect for their house, what they were looking for. That's and it brilliant. was, re- yeah, really beautiful. So um, I like the way that um, you um, brought your husband in there. But it, at the end of the day, it's teamwork. So yeah, he's yes, been definitely. a very, he's, he's been your strength? He, yeah, he has. He's great yeah. because when I'm like, I've found this piece. Could yeah. you go and pick it up for me yeah. or come and help me get it? You yeah. know, and my children as well. Yeah. I've got a teenage son who's very yeah. strong and big. So yes. he can, has also came and helped me yeah. pick stuff up. And So it's, it's really important that when you um, want to delve into something that you want to follow an ambition follow a dream that you have that support from your spouse and it's lovely that um, your husband's been able to to do that so have there been moments um, where he's had to take full charge so that you could get on with work how how does the life family life and things yeah I think we kind of take it take it in turns just see how but I kind of work around the children yeah you know so how do you balance so my children come first they do Mm. so if they need something and I've found a kind of career Mm. where it will grow with me so when I have more time when the children don't need me as much Mm. I will have more time to do more pieces it kind of fits in with our lifestyle so yeah. That's nice because at least you've got something to look forward to. I mean, I, I worry. I've got a dodgy mic here. It keeps dropping. I don't know what's they, what they've done. I, I blame um, the, the studio manager, Tarek, for everything. <laughs> so everything that goes wrong, I, I'm always blaming him. But uh, the mic seems to have uh, dropped. So I'm hoping um, I can be heard. Um, but it's quite nice to have something that when the children grow up, you you've got uh, something to carry on yeah. and do because I always I always look back and I think okay once they all go off and they leave me what am I going to yeah. do it is <laughs> so scary though yeah. isn't it because you kind of build your whole life around your family and then yeah. one day they will go so it is nice having something in the background that yeah. you know I'm working on and I enjoy doing it's therapeutic yes. you know I can be creative and it fits in around the family it's it's yeah. really good yeah so, um, I mean, do you have, uh, when you get a piece of furniture, because I, I always think, I mean, like, my son loves drawing, and whenever he draws, he always, he likes to be inspired, so he likes to look at things and read things, and often it's reading, because his reading inspires him to draw something that he's reading. Do you have things that you have to look at? How, where do you get your inspiration from? How do you... I think you know it's kind it? of instinctive. I don't okay. know. It just, um, I kind of look at a piece of furniture and think, mm. I think that'll look really nice or that color paint will look nice it's just mainly instinctive i'd say but also you can look at like pinterest would have loads Mm. of um you know if you want to try doing a piece at home Mm. look on pinterest there's loads of ideas of how to upcycle furniture you know you can get loads of ideas and make a board on there get your ideas together yeah i think i'd need to um have a a chopping board or something really flat that's very small (laughs) and then work on that kind of scale i don't think i'm ready to do test of drawing for a very long time because uh yeah i think that experience has it's my sister's fault really because she she um she bought a um a metal bed and it was silver 
silver, but she'd done her um, daughter's room all white and she wanted the bed to fit in with the... So she decided to buy spray paint and she did the spray paint and um, the bed looked fantastic. She said, yeah. I did this. And my sister is not DIY. She finds things, she can't put things together. Whereas I'm quite happy to get a screwdriver and nails go, and yeah. hammers and have a go at putting things together. And she is not that. So I thought... If she can do it, and I hope she's listening. I love you dearly, but, you know, she's not DIY. But when she she did that, and I thought, if she can do that, then I can do this. And yeah. it didn't quite happen the way I wanted it to happen. But, yeah, the, the idea was there. And I, I, I don't think I have um, a creative flair in me. I think, as you say, because you have that creative yeah. background. So when you get furniture pieces like this you have an instinctive yeah. creative flair that comes into yeah. it and you know what you're doing i don't think i could do that so i, I yeah. do think you i don't this even is you this yeah you i don't overthink you. it it just yeah. kind of happens yeah. which is nice you know yeah, yeah. and so i think you have found your true um uh, speciality this is you know where you are more um able to express yourself and it's quite nice Definitely. so um i mean um talk us through if you if you can a bit more about your son's um son's illness i mean how how did you pick it up how um he was being sick a lot mm. um we thought we did have a tummy bug in the household as you oh, do yeah. um and he just kept randomly being sick so even after it had passed, everyone was better. He was still being sick and he kind of got to the point where he was, um, you know, there wasn't a 24-hour period where he wasn't sick. So he couldn't go back to school. Yeah. He was vomiting um, and there was just something not right. Um, mm. And the doctors weren't great. They mm. just kept saying, it's the end of a bug, it's the end of the bug. Right. Um, yeah. And I like the way that you followed your mother motherly instinct here because yeah. at the end of the day that's what we have to follow. Yeah. Because um if you if you rely on doctors wow, listeners, we are now actually entering a break. So we are going to continue this discussion after the break and I'm going to try and see if I can fix my mic in the meantime <laughs> as well, because it's not sitting straight. But um we are entering a short break. Um I hope um the discussion has been of benefit so far. Um, as I said, listeners, we are live on air, so you are able to uh, text or WhatsApp to our uh, guest today and ask her questions about how she got to where she got to. In the meantime, go refill your cups of tea or coffee and join us after the break. See you soon. Assalamu alaikum. You're listening to an Inspire FM podcast, making available our popular programmes from our daily broadcast on Inspire FM. Good morning and assalamu alaikum. Welcome back to Mother's Planet. It's Friday 20th of September and the time is now 10.30. I'm your host, Neelam, and joining me in the studio is my lovely mumpreneur, Emma. Hi, Emma. Uh, Emma and I have been um, discussing about Emma's amazing journey to get to where she is today. Um, she's been uh, balancing uh, motherhood and um, her business and... Um, I think it's fantastic and she's been very inspirational before the break we were talking a bit about how um your son was poorly and that was your calling to say right I need to stop 
doing what I'm doing yeah. and I need to give my family some time. So um, you were talking about the doctors not being very supportive in identifying what was wrong with... Yeah, they just kept trying to fob us off as it's nothing, mm. nothing to worry about. Um, and it was actually my husband said, right, enough, enough is enough. Yes. Um, I'm going to take him to the hospital. Mm. I'm going to take him. And the doctor actually got a bit stroppy with us and said, you know, that's really only for emergencies but you know it is a parent's instinct isn't it you know it's just something wasn't right um so he took him to the hospital but at the L&D they were great they were fantastic Mm. they said as soon as he came in Mm. there's something not right you know he was really pale Mm. he's been vomiting on and off for two plus weeks um and they just kind of took his symptoms you know he was waking up with headaches Mm. which they took very seriously um, because that's a sign of pressure on on the brain Um, so they kind of did eye tests they did blood tests which all came back clear and then they did an MRI uh, Mm. scan on his head um, which is where we found out he had a very large cyst very large yeah it was um, 10 centimeters by five centimeters so when when we saw that yeah MRI scan it was just like wow Mm. (laughs) what is that but um yeah so then uh we had to be transferred to Addenbrooke's hospital Mm -hmm. um for emergency surgery for Mm -hmm. him um Mm -hmm. to kind of drain the cyst they can't um, remove it because um it's actually got blood vessels attached to the brain so what they've done is they've put a reservoir in to drain it into his brain so um like through the natural natural pathways um yeah and wow so that must have been you know (laughs) Mother instinct there, literally, you were so correct with it on so many levels. Yeah. There. So that kind of news must have been devastating, you know. It, must it was have a changed, shock, yeah. yeah. It was a shock because you, you always kind of expect, oh, we're going to go to the hospital, but then they'll kind of do the tests and it'll be fine yeah. And, yeah. and we'll be home. Mm. We didn't go home, mm. you know. It was, no, he's got to stay in overnight. Mm. And then be transferred straight up to Addenbrooke's as an emergency. We got blue lighted up there, yeah. yeah. So, and he was so excited about going into in the ambulance. And then we didn't. I don't think we went to about two in the morning. And oh, then he fell asleep. Oh, so he slept through the whole thing. Yeah. Oh, bless him. But um, oh, yeah, he's yeah. doing really, really well now. So yeah. I mean, Addenbrooke's were amazing. Yeah. Yeah, really, really good. And how old is your son? He is ten. He's ten. Yes. And um, can we give him a big shout out? Yeah, Freddie. <laughs> Hi, Hi, Freddie. (laughs) Freddie, this is all about you. um, And we're giving you a big shout out here, Freddie. So hi, Freddie. And um, I've met Freddie and Freddie's a a fantastic little boy. Him and uh, my son are actually the same age. And uh, they, yeah, they do get on. And they, I think they've had some time apart now because they went separate ways for schooling. But I think when they meet up, it'll be like they've never parted. So um, yeah, we're we're yet to arrange that. So that's really fantastic to hear. So, I mean, Emma, um, with your business then, so you, you had to put your family's needs first yeah. here. So you decided to give up your full-time job to be with your family, but at the same time do something where, and as I said, where you were able to release some tension and it is and yeah. in a creative way. Yeah. So you weren't bashing walls and breaking glass. You no. were actually um, doing something that was therapeutic yeah. and quite healing for yourself because to have to go through something like that and hear news like that, yeah. um, I mean, I know Freddie's fit and well now but to to hear it uh, at that time it was it must have just shaken your world so yeah. it's really good that you were able to um productively release some steam yeah. and uh, do this so have you 
been quite inspiring to your children? How did how when you know when your children see you do this? How how what's their reaction with with your work? I think yeah, I think that well they can see that yes, you can work for yourself. It mm. is a possibility if you mm. have a passion for something. Mm-hmm. Of course you can go for it. And Freddie, Mm -hmm. big shout out to you, wants to be a chef when he grows up. So he's always in the kitchen, cooking away. Oh, wow. Freddie, you can come and do my dinners for me if you like, actually, because I think (laughs) I need a break. (laughs) That's fantastic. So he loves cooking. And it's not often um, that, you know, I'm going to go down the stereotypical route here, but it's not often that you hear boys wanting to cook and wanting to do things like that. They're either stuck on their consoles or what have you. And, you know, it's, it's really nice that he's I mean he's obviously got his creative flair from his mum uh-huh. and so he's obviously seen that you you know if you can do it and you've inspired yeah. him to do this and to want to be a chef you know he's seeing that I can do something for myself because my mum has done the same mm. so yeah. it's quite nice to see that yeah. so um and how good are his bakes very good too good sometimes <laughs> <laughs> um yeah he's done lots of different things and actually for his birthday we bought him a little cookbook so oh. he goes through that and he's been making pancakes for me over the holiday which is not so great for my waistline (laughs) Um, but yeah he just does a bit of everything he gives everything a go you know, oh, wow. and, and he'll so is trying. he a sweet baker or savoury or a bit of both? Bit of both. Oh. He does baking and kind of meals for the family. I think oh, wow. he he made spaghetti meatballs. Yeah, no one way. yeah wow. one day yeah for the family, which was great for me. I was yeah. like, yep, you do dinner. <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect. Yeah. That is really good, and and that's a, quite a skill for a ten year old to be able to actually get in there and and make something like that. I would have thought he'd probably start with something like boiled vegetables or I a think stir he fry just or has natural. <laughs> flair for it yeah you know and he obviously enjoys doing it and it has been hard for me to kind of back off and just just let him let him go in the kitchen but yeah I I was just going to say I think that's one of the hardest things as a mum I find very hard to um let my children free in the kitchen because I just think, oh, the mess. Oh, yeah. They're going to use things that aren't... I mean, my husband's worse. He'll he'll <laughs> use... Um, I've got certain utensils that I use for when I make curry and certain that I use for when I'm baking. Yeah. And he will switch them. And I it drives me bonkers because... They are separate, and it's especially when they're wooden, because I don't like to use um, what I've used for making a curry in my baking. Because yeah. whether the flavours or whether it affects anything, I just that's just me. I think yeah. I suffer from OCD there. <laughs> but you know, I like to keep my utensils separate. Whereas he doesn't see that, and I always worry that the kids are going to come in and they're going to follow suit and they're just going to pick things up. So it's quite hard to sort of close your eyes and 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 let them be. And um, I was I was saying earlier that my daughter uh, my eldest daughter she absolutely loves baking and to start off with it was quite difficult because they weren't always going to plan but she's got really good now and she she can bake really well and for someone like myself that loves baking to to stand back and see her doing even better than me it's like (laughs) Oh, okay. <laughs> so, you know, it's 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 fantastic. I mean, and she really likes it. And it's something that um, she looks forward to do at the end of the day when she's had all her work and she's done all her work. It's something she just goes in the kitchen. And I've sort of taken a back seat now because she's actually got quite good. She can wash what she uses yeah. and puts it away or either loads it up into the dishwasher. She, she is a tidy cook. So I'm... I'm um, 
I'm letting her be. Is Freddie a tidy cook? He was not when he first began, but he is now after having a few moans at him (laughs) of saying, you won't be allowed to use the kitchen. Cooks need to tidy up after themselves. Yeah, and And he does, and and he's doing really well. And he asks, can I put this in the dishwasher or do I have to wash it by hand? Mm. You know, so he really does take note and of it all yeah there. and that's good because it's not it didn't knock him back he didn't think no. right forget it i'm not going to do the no, cleaning no, no. up he took that as part of yeah me wanting to cook is this is the next stage of it yeah. so that's really good so i i must have freddie uh, come over so next time freddie you bake something please do drop it off <laughs> I, I i will do a, a master chef uh skill on it and see uh, how well it is but i'm sure um they are very nice because uh, you you obviously speak very passionately about how he bakes and cooks so yeah. i'm sure they are very nice so um emma we've talked about your business but um we haven't actually given your business name out to the listeners i just i just remembered so um please tell us a bit about what the name of the business is um yeah and how people can get in touch with you okay um i have a facebook page um and my business name is re-inspired by emma so you can go on my facebook page and have a look at my previous work um Mm. and also message me through there Mm. or i have an email address um it's emma at reinspiredbyemma.co.uk um and you can reach me through that but um yeah my facebook page is my main kind of yeah. and um, I know Emma is quite responsive because I've hassled Emma quite a few <laughs> times on there and she's actually got back to me quite quickly so yeah. yeah and it's quite nice because yes you have uploaded a lot of your work that you've done there yeah. so uh, listeners that do want to go in and have a look at the Facebook page you can actually see some of the work um, that Emma has created and now after hearing your story it, the, those pieces of work are going to be even more meaningful because we know where the creative flares come from and what's inspired you to get to that stage so it's um it's good so yes listeners that's re-inspired by emma on uh, facebook so do go and have a look on that um so emma um as we wrap up the show i just wanted you to Give listeners um, a bit of your advice, any advice that you can offer to our listeners about maybe if they wanted to follow an ambition or a dream or an interest, um, what how they could go about it or, you know, from your own skills and experience, what would you advise listeners? I think if you have a passion for something, that mm. sees you through mm. a lot. Um, and if you can turn it into a business you can work Mm. for yourself you know it's even better isn't it Mm -hmm. doing your hobby for a living is one of you know the things yeah yeah yeah, it is so um just kind of keep going keep trying striving for it if that's something you're really passionate about Mm. go for it and not to get knocked back because i mean you know sometimes I'm sure when you've done furniture, there's something that, as you said, that big piece of heavy furniture, yeah. you thought, well, what have I done? But it didn't scare you. You, you know, and had the support. And I think a support network's very important yes. as well. Yes. So you Definitely. had the support from your spouse. Yeah. And it didn't scare you because you went straight into it. Yeah. Yeah. It was great because I was at one point thinking, what have I done? <laughs> what have I done? But he was really, he was really great. And just like, nope, you need to keep doing it. Keep yes. going. He's very, very supportive. And I'm very lucky. Yeah to have him yeah so. oh well big out, shout out to your husband then can we can we give his name yes yeah Ch- charlie charlie big <laughs> shout out to you as well so thank you for all your support because emma has um done so well and is doing so well and um i think she just wants you to recognize you know be recognized yeah. for that so there you go big shout out 
to Charlie there as well. So thank you, Emma. So um, that's the way to get in touch with Emma if you um, are interested in upcycling any furniture. And I really like that because at the moment um, we're going through this big recycling uh, yeah. campaign at home as well of how you can make something old be something fantastic so it's it's a very good business and i can see it going very far emma so thank you you know i do i do wish you the very best and i i don't have to because i can see from your work and your passion around it that you will do very well with this and it will go very far just don't forget me when you get rich and famous okay (laughs) it all started here okay (laughs) it all started here so um that's the way there so um Right, usually what we do now is I have some recipes that we uh, like to share with um, the listeners. So um, I believe Emma has a really nice handy one. It's just... Oh, yeah, a quick... Quick, yeah, yeah. because, I mean, as we, we like, we talk about baking all the time and sometimes people will say to me, I can't get a simple cupcake made or I can't get a simple fairy cake made, but Emma's got one that is um, foolproof, so it yeah. will not go wrong. Fairy cake recipe, it kind of works every time. Okay. Um it's just simply 125 grams of self-raising flour, mm-hmm. 125 grams of um, butter, mm-hmm. 125 grams of sugar, mm-hmm. um, two eggs, some vanilla essence and a splash of milk. Mm-hmm. Just dump it all in a bowl, mix yes, it up yeah. and you're, you're away. It wow. works every time. It's great. And it's great for the kids just to quickly whisk up, you know, whip up a batch of cakes. They love decorating yeah. them. You know, that's, that's something they'll sit down and enjoy doing and yeah, and then they can eat them. Eat them, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, we're not going to eat them. <laughs> we try <laughs> we'll not to. keep them well away from <laughs> us and we will just let the children uh, bake and eat. Yes. So they can. So um, uh, how long do you put that in the oven for? Because I think that's I one think of the things. I think it's about 20 minutes okay. and I think it's 160. Okay. Yeah. Okay, well, there we go. So that's actually, and what's nice about that recipe is all the ingredients are near enough the same measurements. Yes, yeah. so, easy to remember. So it's easy to remember. It's 125 grams of your sugar, butter and flour. Yeah. And then you just add a couple of eggs in and a splash of milk. I like the way you said that. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so that's a quick recipe um, that maybe we can get our children engaged in over the over the weekend, and uh, they can bake them and then decorate them and then indulge. So that's um, pudding, snacks, all those meals that they keep asking for over the weekend quite easily uh, filled up in there. So thank you, Emma, for that. Um, I have a quick recipe that I wanted. Well, it's not really quick, but it's a recipe that I wanted to share with listeners because coming from an Asian background, I'm always cooking. um, Whenever I'm given chicken, the first thing I think of is how can I turn it into a curry? (laughs) So um, I was a bit fed up of cooking curries and I thought I have to try something different, but I just don't know what to do. You've got your chicken pasta, you've got chicken noodles and stir fries, but I was a bit bored of doing that. So I thought um, uh, it's, you know, getting a bit cold now in the evenings and it's quite nice to give the the kids quite a hearty meal and they always come back from school telling me about their school meals and I'm in competition with the school chef right now to try and get (laughs) meals to that standard so I gave chicken pie uh, um, a go Um, I did cheat because I did use um, the pre-made roll-out puff pastry but everything else was made from me Um, and it was fantastic the kids absolutely loved it and it was really filling really hearty really warmy so I have promised now to make that on a fortnightly basis um, at home because um, it's quite nice to get away from making a chicken curry so um, what I did is I just got a a kilo of um, boneless chicken so um, I used some boneless chicken Um, you need some chicken stock um, and uh, some 
chopped up carrots, chopped up potatoes, put that all in, in a bowl and let the ki- uh, chicken cook with the vegetables a little bit so until it whites over. Um, to that I added some dried parsley, um, my salt and pepper and then in a separate pan I diced up some onions, spring onions and um, uh, I, I made the, the white sauce. So um, with to that I added some plain flour, some milk, um, and uh, lemon. Now in the recipe, when I read lemon and milk, I thought, oh, that's going to curdle or yeah. that's going to gonna go off. But actually, it didn't do anything. And it just really made the sauce quite smooth. So I think the lemon, I'm not going to, I don't know the science behind it, but the lemon didn't do anything that I thought it was going to do, like curdling the milk. It was it was really nice mixture. So once you'd made the white sauce, I then just added... Um, the uh, chicken from the the chicken stock so it boiled down and um, the vegetables and the chicken went in with the white sauce mix that all up put that on a tray and the rolled out puff pastry I managed to cut off some of the edges and um, I actually shaped some leaves and Uh and I did decorate it a little bit so I was quite impressed with my um, decorating on it as well so yeah we managed to decorate that and that went in the oven Um, I put that at um, 180 degrees and I let that cook for about 40 minutes in the oven because the chickens cook through anyway so you're just letting the puff pastry rise and brown over and before that went in the oven I did give it a quick egg wash over the top just so that it crisps over quite nicely Um, and uh, yeah that was it and that's how simple it was uh, once I took it out Uh, the only downside was I only made one tray and um when I fed my children, they were actually looking for second helpings and I didn't have any. So <laughs> now when I make it, I actually make two lots. So I am I have a do not disturb sign in the kitchen because I have to cook a lot of chicken then to make two lots. But it does get eaten and it is a really hearty meal. And I, and I served this with some um, steamed vegetables on the side. So I got more of their vegetables in them. So yeah. there was some secretly hidden in the <laughs> pie and then there were some that they were served. To, but they ate it all and they really enjoyed it. So... Um, there you go. That's something to do with um, chicken instead of cooking it as a curry all the time. Yeah. So, give chicken pie a go. So, Sounds delicious. Yeah, and I and I did ask my children the very scary question of which one was better, the school's one or, or mum's <laughs> one, and they did say mum. So, um, well done, yes. children. So, yeah, <laughs> they they said the right answer. <laughs> yeah, so uh, they were quite impressed with mine. So, um, yeah, I mean, some of the people that have made this in some of the recipes, they actually line the tray with some um, puff pastry yeah. and blind bake that, and then fill it, and then put a topping I only did it at the top because I felt that it would be too much pastry yeah so it's quite nice doing it that way because it actually um you get a bit of the pastry and more of the meat and and the sauce so it's actually quite nice I haven't done it the other way and I just felt that it would be too much pastry and not much filling so um there is that option of lining it and doing it that way as well so uh that's that listener so I will try and get um that uh, shared on Facebook uh, and you can see some of my pictures of my bake there and uh, I'll see if I can get that uploaded um, we've got some events happening over the weekend we've got a couple so the first one is um, I've got one that I've saved um here so this is called the um peace walk which is happening tomorrow between 1 30 and 5 p.m there are some schools that are taking part in the peace walk as well i think they are starting um at one o'clock uh near saint luke's church at leegrave and they're just going to do a, a walk all the way through uh hockwell ring mosque uh leegrave methodist church um, passing the Al Hikma school, and uh, at five o'clock, the um, 
peace walk officially ends so you are free it's a free walk everyone is um welcome to come and join that walk um and they've actually put on their um dress uh, modestly please so um i think it's weather appropriate because we we're, it's a bit hit and miss there uh we also have a closer look at straw um this is happening at wardown house museum and gallery again this is saturday 21st of september um the event is taking place at the hat resource room um at the wardown house um and they have two slots um which are taking place so we've got 11 o'clock to one o'clock and then we have a break and then the next uh, slot is between 2 and 4 p.m so if you can't make the morning slot they've got an afternoon slot so um, it looks like it's there uh, for a couple of hours and um, they're going to be looking at straw so that sounds interesting something for the children's uh, children to get engaged in um, now as I wrap up the show um Emma, any final words that you'd like to share to our listeners um, about your um, business, about how you have managed? Because I think the most inspiring thing that, and I really like to get mums especially that are listening in to listen to this, is how you balance mother hood and um businesshood <laughs> businesshood and motherhood <laughs> i've made another word up there so how how do you balance it you know any any words of inspiration you can offer our mums of how to do that when you have some spare time find mm. something you love and yeah. <laughs> do it and and as the children get older you will have more and more kind of spare time they yes. they need you in different ways don't they so yeah. you kind of find something to fit in yeah. around them around your family life and, yeah. and just kind of go for it mm. and are they helping you out do they do they come in and yes i've and... often asked um children to come and help me move a particular piece of furniture oh, or come and pick okay. something up and oh, yeah wow. summer's my daughter's very into art she's very oh. creative so she always wants to come and help paint and i'm kind of like mm, we'll find you something to paint. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so it's quite nice because they all are very support so as a family they're all supporting yeah very you. yeah so um you know with all of this have you have you come across any obstacles or any um challenges while I, doing I this? think it is just finding the time mm. and having the space to, to do yeah. it because obviously it's pieces of furniture, furniture in yeah. your house um but we just kind of work around it you mm. know and as I've said before the business will grow as I have more mm. time to kind of put into it mm. it will grow so it's it's kind of great the way it is at the minute yeah yeah and i think that's um a quite a key thing that you um managed to tackle there uh, uh dealing with large items of furniture in the house so and then and the kids have been patient through it <laughs> yeah i kind of sometimes sneak a bit of furniture into the the boys room because they're they're in a garage conversion downstairs so it's the yeah. nearest room yeah, um and they're kind of used to finding odd bits of furniture <laughs> in room. oh bless them but they've been very supportive about yeah, it very and, patient and, then, yeah. and very patient as well so i suppose as the business grows you will then have your own workshop where you yeah. can just get on with it and yeah. you will be very hands-on with it all then yeah. so that's that's very good so um and um what's your objective with your business i mean what would you like to upcycle that you look at and you think i when i have the time or the space i would like to do this mm, do you know i really love the old vintage dresses have you seen them with the okay. like the mirrors like the 1950s and okay. you know even earlier i would love to do one of them yeah oh, wow. but i've always got something else or i've yeah. already bought a piece of furniture so mm. my time will come good for dressing, yeah. <laughs> yeah so dressing tables they're quite good and they're quite big as well aren't they yeah the old that's ones. yeah that's yeah. kind of 
part of the problem is where do you put, put this? Some things, yeah. But yeah, it would be fantastic to yeah. do one of them. No, and I think it's fantastic, and I think it's really good the way that you can look at old furniture and and actually think I can I'm going to bring this to life. Yeah, because it, it's not an easy skill to have, so I think don't underestimate that, Emma. I think you oh, know it's quite you. it's quite nice to be able to look at furniture and and say that you know because I think I'm one of those that think okay it's had its time now and it's done its duty and it's done its worth to us, so we we um we give that away so yeah so um thank you for that uh, emma so i appreciate that so um thank you again emma for coming on to the show um it's always quite nerve-wracking uh, coming on the show and uh, i know emma um has bitten the bullet today <laughs> and done something that she's not very used to so um you know that's again something that's inspiring to mums as well so you know thank you for coming on to the show and sharing your ideas and experience with my listeners um I hope that you've taken some inspiration from that and it's given you the interest to go ahead and fulfil an ambition that you've always uh, wanted to do as well. So thank you. Thank um, you. As a tradition of uh, the show, I do like to um, end my show with an inspirational quote for my listeners. Um, and this is for um, all the mums and women out there. Uh, it's easy to spot the strong women. They're the ones lifting each other up, not tearing them down. Juma Mubarak and Assalamu Alaikum. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Why not tune in to our live stream at inspirefm.org and follow and subscribe to our social media platforms at InspireFM Luton.